Hello and welcome to Helios Blog. My name is Helios here for another reaction video. Today, Andrew Tate teaches you how to make girls chase. Let's get into it. The reason she's alone is because she's difficult. Women are not accepting the bare minimum. Women fuck men they respect. All the women who say things like, I'm strong, independent, I don't need no man, like, y'all impress me. Women just gaslight each other and say what they want to hear. Using a man they like, they're more scared of having the man they like, but he doesn't like her anymore. So what will happen if I put a girl in those kind of scenarios and she doesn't act right or doesn't make the right choice? What I will do, instead of actually getting rid of her, I'll keep her, I'll keep fucking her, but I'll fuck her different. So instead of, there's no kissing anymore. You understand? You understand? <laughs> she's not you understand? Anymore. She's going to feel it <laughs> yeah. different. Yeah. And afterwards, she's going to be like, you don't, you don't love me anymore, do you? You've threatened Where's this going? You've threatened intimacy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've threatened I, now, intimacy. I, and she's going to get, it's no longer intimate on any level. She got fucked. And then afterwards, she'd be like trying to give me a hug. I'd be like, oh, wait, wait, I've got to go out. And I'm going to change on such a small level. That will hurt her more than even losing you. The problem, the reason guys can't do that is because if they fuck a bitch again, they fall back in love like a mm. pussy. I won't do that. But there's been scenarios where a girl hasn't acted quite right over something small, not a big transgression like cheating. Then, then I continue to see her, but my my demeanor towards her changed. And my demeanor towards her didn't change much in day-to-day -day life, right? But it changed when we had sex. And she smelt it and she could feel it. And it hurt her bad. And she got her ass in line fast. <laughs> he used to kiss me. He used to hug me afterwards. These small things. Yep. You go to just yep. go to just go from all that nice shit to just fucking her like she's like, but not in a good way like she's nothing. In a bad way like she's nothing. <laughs> the real G's know what I'm you saying here. Interesting. So what's what's the point? The point is she gets rewarded for doing what you want. And if she doesn't give you what you want, then she feels that you slowly pull away. This strategy does work. This strategy does work. Almost certainly. Difference. Yeah. There's a difference. And what I, and, and you'll speak to this about it's because in that moment you have her in her most vulnerable place. That's that's right. Mm -hmm. That's right. right. That's, that's women. Women are most programmable because because all women are programmed. And I want to say this. Maybe I'll be a misogynist now. Let's do it. All right. Let's do it. I said, right, it. I said this. I said this in another podcast. I believe that men are more capable of independent thought because I believe that men are more evolved for battle and war. So if we had an idea which nobody else agreed with, we're more capable defending it. We're, we've evolved to saying, no, the sky's blue. It's not green. Okay, pull a sword out. We'll we'll defend our idea. Women don't have the capability to defend themselves or their ideas, so they're they're going to go along with an idea they heard from somebody else right. in general, right? So all women are programmed. Women are programmed. They're either programmed by society as a whole, or if they're with a good man, they're programmed by the good man. That's that's basically where the programming comes from nice. as a whole. So all women are programmed on some level, and uh, I think with with especially during sex, that's when women are most programmable because they're most vulnerable like if you get a bitch and she's just about to come and you start saying in her face i'm gonna cheat on you you fucking yeah. slut and she comes while you say you're gonna yep. cheat she's gonna end up getting horny next time you cheat i know <laughs> it sounds crazy yeah, i know right. everyone's gonna look at me and go tate's talking shit no, you're but right, i'm bro. telling you That's it's operant, fucking true tate's talking it's, facts it's no, true. what what uh andrew is describing here is uh that's called operant conditioning yes so what operant conditioning is is actually no Sorry, it's classical conditioning. So classical conditioning is 
you pair a certain behavior with a certain action. So, for example, you say you're such a good girl, and then she, and, uh, whenever she's about to, you know, have a, have an orgasm, and so next time you say you're such a good girl, she's going to remember the pairing and get attracted to that. Right? That's the that's the principle there. Andrew's just pairing. He's pairing something that he wants to do with something she wants to get so that he can effectively do what he wants. That's the, that's the idea there. All right. And truth be told, all humans are progra- uh, susceptible to programming. And that's because we're all animals. All right. Shitting time. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. Drop me a donation like Hunter M, Adrian R, and Tom M. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. Share this video. Also, shoutouts to Curry Kid, last person to buy a strategist guide to seduction. I really do appreciate it. Thank you. And also go to my Patreon and subscribe. Patreon.com slash the Helios blog. All right, shilling is done. Let's continue. He's talking straight facts. It's true. And 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 yeah. especially sex as a as a man is a weapon you need to use. You have to deny it. You have to give it. You got to give it good. Yep. You got to give it bad. You got to use it right. And when I say there's ways you can fuck her like she doesn't mean anything in a way that she enjoys and ways you can fuck her like she doesn't mean anything in a way she doesn't enjoy. The, the, the G's of the game yeah. know exactly yeah. what I'm Lazy talking about. Thing, bro. And, and, and you yeah. can do that yep. gradually over time. If she ain't acting right, you can change the way you fuck a bitch to make her start to get insecure about. He doesn't actually care. He doesn't actually yep. like me. And that will shock them. Yeah. You you have moves you can make, but you gotta be about you gotta be perspicacious. You gotta basically this is you can only do this sort of thing if she sees you as an alpha male. If she sees you as the best she's ever gonna get. Then you can do this stuff and she will actually react to it. Pick up on her attention and you gotta act accordingly. And that's 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 some dark triad shit. I'll tell you, before I fuck a bitch, literally I'm laying there going giving a full status report of her last few weeks. I'm looking up, loading up the Excel in my head. Was the house clean? Was this done? Did I, all right. Okay. I'll, I'll give her, I'll give her this version. All right. What is it? So what is enough? So other than, other than, um, you know, not changing diapers um, and, you know, jet setting around the world, what is enough? You talk about being tall, muscular, you can shoot guns, all this stuff you talk about, right? Yeah. Some people aren't tall. Yeah. Naturally so, tall. What would you do if you weren't tall? All right. So firstly, firstly, let's accept something. God has favorites. <laughs> does he? He certainly does. Okay. And I'm one of them. Uh, As are you, my dear. Look at your nice, you. beautiful smile. Thank he you gave so it much. to you. God gave it to you. Yeah, right? So God does have favorites, but it's not even about that. For the longest period of human time, for a man to be respected, for him to even be admired by society on any level, to some degree, he had to be a warrior. That's what men did. We fought. That's right. right. So what men did, we fought. So if you're out here as a man and you have no battle in your life, no conquest in your life, no form of war in your life, then what you do then? And it doesn't have to be physical. Physical is the best example of it. Every woman wants a boxer or a cage fighter. Of course you do. Like well, biologically, woman. yes, because it means that, like, if, you know, for me, everything is evolution, right? Completely. So it means... Yup. I mean, obviously. Like, logically speaking... Biologically speaking, women want a man who is capable of protecting her children. So a man who's a fighter is logically going to be more attractive. That's without a doubt, right? Look at every single professional boxer that has reached the upper echelon, right? 
every one of them is with a beautiful woman. That's not by accident. It's because they're attractive on a biological level. And it goes deeper than they're just physically attractive. They're attractive because they can fight. And that is something that is important. All right, let's continue. Means that if you know one day the government's coming, which yeah. they're coming, yeah, um, you know, you want to know that he can physically protect you and the family, yeah. right? Exactly. So every woman wants a boxer or a cage fighter, but this is a testament to the problem of the modern world, right? Right. Every single man watching this knows that women want fighters. Every single man watching this would love to be able to say he's a fighter, but 99% of the men watching this will not go fight because they are afraid. That's right. They're all cowards. They'll make up every excuse under the sun. Oh, it's busy with my Bitcoin. Oh, do, do, do. You're all a bunch of pussies. They are pussies, all of them. That's all they are. They're pussies. And, and women can smell that. So if you, want to, if, if you want to have a woman who truly respects you, you need to put yourself through war in some form. Now, what most men do is they avoid physical confrontation because they're cowards and they start doing fiscal confrontation. This is why men are so obsessed with money because mm. it's a degree of conquest. We can no longer walk the earth and conquer land, right? It's not like we, the olden days where we could just walk around as the Romans and just chop somebody up and take their land. So now we conquer the land financially. This is why men will work so hard to be a CEO and give up his whole life just to be a CEO because then he gets to feel like he's conquering something. Men have that innate desire for conquest. So that's the second best thing, I guess, is to get rich. I mean, it's not a bad thing to be rich, certainly not. But if someone were to say to me, look, you have to build the archetype of an individual. You have to build a man from the ground up and he has to be respected by both men and women. He'd be a dude getting in the cage, kicking the shit out of people. Yeah, and why would a fighter be respected? Because a fighter is doing what most men can't, which is risking himself right? Most men can't or won't do that. And every man knows this and every man can do it, but they're all just pussies. We suffer from modern society and all of its problems suffers from the fact that we are plagued by monumental cowardice amongst the male population. All men are cowards. They're cowards. It's, it's, it's literally mind blowing to me. The level of cowardice we're forced to endure. Everyone's a pussy. Everybody. Why, Why? Because it's been, they've been deliberately designed to be pussies. The femme-centric systems has deliberately installed frames in their Which mind. Which femme-centric system? Every yeah. single system is femme-centric. You get That's right. In 2023, every single frame you can think of is femme-centric. All the TV shows you've ever watched, all the movies, um, all pop culture, all the music, modern music, I mean. And... Arguably, you know, music from the 1960s and on. Basically, all music and culture that has been created since the birth control pill is femme-centric. And it's not a surprise why. Because that's when women actually got the frame of the world. When they had access to birth control, they had access to... They got to tell who gets born and who dies, right? Effectively. Because by selecting who's born, you, you can select who appears in the human population. And, and so, naturally, they're going to select for people, you know, for people to appear that, that are in their frame, right? That do things for them. And so, we get, um, I, I saw a funny joke, uh, we get hoflation, right? Where a man in 2023 has to do like 10 times what his grandfather has to do and get a girl that's worse than what his grandfather got. That's, that's about right.
things wrong in relationships? Do you ever have to apologize, make amends to women for things you've done or said? No, because I will never apologize because I don't make mistakes. Everything I do is conscious. So even if I do something you don't like. How do you know that? How do you know that everything you do is conscious? Because I know exactly what I'm doing. How do you know that? Okay, give me an example. Okay, so I'll, when <laughs> well, I say how, that. How can, well, how can you know that? How, do you, how can any of us know that we're perfectly conscious? Uh, there's no way I've done anything in a relationship and was like, oops, shouldn't have done that ever. I fucked her. Yes, I fucked her. Yes, I did it. Yes, I knew I was going to do it. Yes, that was my intention. Yes, I did it. I'm sorry it's hurt your feelings, but I did it because I wanted to do it. So I'm not going to pretend I didn't want to do it. And, and I really do think that in relationships, especially, especially with women, because uh, I get this all the time from men, because I, I have a whole bunch of guys who cannot believe like me and my long-term girlfriends and they see me posting all these other girls who are like, surely your girl, your girl sleep with other men too. I'm like, no, oh, but she sees you cheat. I'm like, so. Yeah. Men and women are not the same in order for a man to be highly successful. It's very hard and makes him a very small percentage of men. Men in that position can dictate the terms of the relationship. When you can dictate the terms of a relationship, you can be with that girl and sleep with other girls. Yes, that's definitely true. And for girls, they get value just by existing. And of course, their value doesn't last as long as men's does. But for men, you have to build it. And if you don't build it, you have zero value. So most women experience a charmed, easy life compared to most men. All right, let's continue. But because there's a whole level of cowardice to, to, to lying about things. I think that's what annoys women the most. So I'll give an example. If I, if I, if I have a girlfriend and I go on, out on a night out and I fuck someone, and then she catches me, or finds a text message, and I'm like, oh, I don't know who she is. Oh, no, it wasn't me. It was my friend. Mm-mm. I lie. And then she catches me again, and she knows I definitely did it. Now I've just come across the pussy. But if she goes, what's this? Got drunk, caught some girl. Don't remember her name. I'm really sorry about it. If you want to leave, leave. But obviously, I love you. She doesn't matter. So it's up to you. Boom. Like, there's a whole degree of, I really believe part of them respects you for that. The part of them are like, at least he didn't lie. Like, they, they respect how honest and brutal you are about it. So I don't apologize for anything, even if I do shit they don't like, because I did it on purpose. Yep. All right, let's continue. I went to Deauville, France to fight for a world title. And I was sitting there and the promoter hadn't turned up yet. And I ordered two waters, two Perrier. And they came and they were like nine euro each. And I paid for them. And I said to Tristan, 20 quid for fucking water. Because we're, we're brokies. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's crazy. And we look it around and there's all these tables just with water, champagne, food. And we're sitting there going, where are we going wrong with life? So I always knew there was outside of the matrix. There were these people who were living in a way that money didn't have any significance. Money wasn't real to them. Once you get to a certain level of incomes and wealth, everything becomes free. And that's what I'm like now. I don't know the price of anything I eat or buy. If Mike Tyson walks in here and tells you he's going to teach you how to box and says, you can't fight, you're a pussy. If that upsets you, then you can't learn, right? It's Mike. That's right. Don't let your feelings get in the way of your achievement. That's logical. Tyson, just shut up and listen. If, if, if someone richer than me comes along and says, Andrew, you don't know shit. You're a dumbass and you're a brokey. I'm going to sit there and go, okay, maybe I'm a brokey. Elon, tell me something, right? I'll listen. That's right. Listen to people, people that are your betters and learn from them. Because that's the way to achieve success. Again, logical. 
But if you're going to sit there and go, don't call me names and that I'm not listening, you're never going to get anywhere, right? You don't become, you don't become the master unless you're very, very good at being a student. And I've always been very, very good at knowing when to shut up. And I've been learning for a very, very long time. I've always been very, very observant, trying to pay a lot of attention. And life really doesn't have to be that complicated. When you see somebody that has something you want, you just got to try and work out how they got it. And that's the missing part. Most people see people with things they want and they don't do the, the second half. They don't try and work out how they got that thing. Oh, my man has a Ferrari. Okay. I wish I had a Ferrari. Okay. They don't sit there and go for an hour. How did he get a Ferrari? That part is the part they don't want to do, right? They just go, oh, he has a Ferrari. Wish I had a Ferrari. And they go back to TV and that's why they lose. Right. This is uh, something that Arnold Schwarzenegger said, right? So he said, while you're sitting on the couch watching a movie, someone is out there working. Somebody is out there out competing you. And that's the person that he was competing with. He was competing with those people that while other people were lazy and doing nothing, he fought and struggled and tried. And we need to do the same. The way that humans work and the way that we are, we've evolved as a species is that we don't really learn lessons unless they're learned the hard way. You can have so many near misses and people won't learn their lesson. Bro, you must know a guy who goes out there, nearly crashes his car, nearly crashes his car, nearly crashes his car, doesn't slow his ass down till he wrecks it. Like this is how people are. So you need that pain for the lesson to sting enough to really genuinely go inside of your mind. And it's the same with everything. It's the same with driving a car or business. If you want to learn a lesson about business, you're going to have to suffer at some point. The truth is there's a lot of people who make a lot of money with their first company, but they just spunk it, act an idiot, and it all blows up in their face. And that's the, and that's how you get the discipline on your fourth company that when you have three million in the bank, you just leave it there and don't be done with it. So you need to, you need to go through some pain. You need to experience some negative things. You need to have to, uh, to a degree some trauma to really even learn any lessons. So I believe that unless a lesson has taught the hard way, you're not going to learn it. You need to get out there on the streets. You need to, you need to make mistakes. You need to suffer. You need to have the tax man knocking at your door. You got to deal with all that stuff so that you make sure it doesn't happen again. I really think that, that humans are stupid enough to only learn the hard way. That's Indeed. Uh, I'm inclined to agree. And I mean, one of the phrases that they say is, one of the phrases that they say is, a plan poorly executed is better than any plan, any perfect plan not executed. So if you just go and you try and you struggle, you're going to learn along the way and eventually you'll succeed, of course, after many, many failures. And that applies to everything. It's kind of how it works. There was a girl from America who came to see Tristan. She was at our party, at our house. We had a big party. It was like a hundred people there. Her boyfriend caught her on Instagram. She said to her boyfriend, oh, no, I'm not at the party. Uh, I don't want to be here. Uh, I I'll leave when I can and turned her phone off. And her boyfriend somewhere in fucking Oklahoma calls the American embassy in Romania and said, my girlfriend's been kidnapped. So then armed police roll up to our house looking for this chick. But this is the next day. She's already left. So they came and they like came, arrested us. And was like, oh, they kidnapped this girl. The girl wasn't even in the house. And then they went to the CCTV and see her walking around eating pizza and get a taxi home. <laughs> They're like, oh, okay, sorry. And everything was dropped instantly. So that's just some stupid girl making up bullshit. The problem with, with the original business is you had me and the money and in between was women. And women are unpredictable and women are emotional. There was always that link that was upsetting me. I wanted to be closer to the money myself. Biggest mistake you can make as a man is start trying to start business with your wife or some shit. I agree entirely.
Keep yourself and your girl separate. Ultimately, here's the thing. You are the leader of the relationship. Her respect for you is dependent partially on what you can provide. So if she's involved in the provisioning, then she, by design, loses respect for you. And then why are you even with her? You don't even have the dynamic that you want in a relationship at all. So what, what's even the point? I'll help you. I'll be your partner. No, bro, that's the biggest mistake. Don't even get me started. Because because now you've got two different battles. on the. You've got the that's relationship right. you're trying to be in control of. And I got to deal with the business as well. Now, it's different if you run the business and you hire her. And she does a little bit of admin. Cool, that's fine. But I'm talking about, let's say, your chick goes, I want to open a beauty salon. And you pay for her to open a beauty salon. And now this beauty salon, you've put a million dollars of your money in it. And, and it's not open on a Thursday. I'm like, why is it open on Thursdays? Oh, I had a headache. You mean you had a headache, bro? I just spent a million. Yeah, but Claire's sick and I have a headache. And now you got the relationship. It's all messed up. This yep. bitch is lazy. She thought it'd be like Sex in the City episode where she just drinks lattes and makes money. And she realized she had to actually do shit. And it's all getting messy there. Whereas with your, when you're with your boys and you, let's say you invest a million in something, it's not open on Thursday. You can go around and say, what the fuck's wrong with you? Don't be a bitch. You, you're yeah. men. You can just say, look, we need yep. to open. You can't do that with chicks. It's hard. That's right. When I talk about the Matrix, I'm talking about the systems which have been created by society, which are deliberately designed to enslave. And you're existing inside of a system which is deliberately rigged to make the rich richer and for the poor to stay poor. You can sit there and get upset about it. You can sit there and cry about it and say the system needs to change, which is what some people do, socialists, X, Y, Z. But I think that's not, I think, I know that's a waste of time, right? That's futile. The best thing to do is to understand the rules of the game and find a way to win. That's right. Ultimately... The sad part is you're either going to be a winner or you're going to be a loser, right? And I would rather die trying to become a winner than than ever stay a loser. At least on my deathbed, I will know that I tried. That's the point. So, yes, the game is rigged. Yes, the rich are always going to get richer. Yes, the poor are always going to struggle. And that's the way the game is set up. So you still need to find the best move on the chessboard. There's no point sitting there saying, I want to play a different game because that's never going to happen. Because the people with the money are the people who have the control and they have the power. And why would they have the game set up any other way? Why would they change it? It's also the basic of economics. I think a lot of people don't understand the true basics of economics. And the basics of economics state that even giving money to the poor that ends up back in the hands of the rich. There's no way to stop the rich getting richer. I remember during COVID when they did the stimulus checks. And they passed out all this free money to everyone. I'm saying, oh, he's giving money to the poor. Yeah, but what do those poor people spend that money on? Well, Amazon stock tripled because they all went to Amazon. Well, Jeff Bezos got richer. But the fact is that there's less companies than there are people. All those $1,400 checks amongst all those people at the bottom ended up in the hands of a few companies and the rich got richer and you can't stop it. doesn't matter if those people invested their money. doesn't matter if they bought stocks. doesn't matter if they bought a crypto. doesn't matter if they bought a house or whatever. The people who have the assets and have the companies and have the control are always going to end up getting control of the currency and they're always going to be richer. And it's getting worse and worse. So I always knew I wanted to escape the matrix before I escaped it. And let me tell you why. If COVID has not woke people up in the last three years, I don't know what's wrong with you. The government came along, closed your business down by force, forced you to have a medical procedure you didn't want, made you stay in your house and cover your face. 
because of something with a 99.9% fucking survival rate. They come along and literally broke every single rule. They broke the Geneva Human Rights Convention, every single law that they wrote themselves. They just broke them all under the guise of safety. More people committed suicide from mental health issues. More people died from missed doctor's appointments for real diseases because of this crap. They came along and did it because they were told to by someone above the government because the government's not even in charge of anything. And now they've gone back to normal. Everyone thinks they're not going to do it again for some other reason. You think across the next 30 years, they're not going to come back with some new shit? Fuck them. Next time, when they come along with this crap, I'm out. I'm bouncing. See ya. When they did this, I went to Sweden. Sweden was open the whole time. I was in clubs in Stockholm while everyone else was here locked in their houses, clapping for the NHS like a jackass. I was in the nightclub. No masks, no vaccine, no lockdown, nothing. Running around with Swedish chicks. So I just run to freedom. So once... That, now that is wise advice. Run towards freedom. Yeah, I don't know about that that stuff he was talking about, like... Okay, anyway. I'll get demonetized, so we're going to avoid that topic. But anyway, run towards freedom. So the point is... As I said, you know, when I have screw you money, I'll also say exactly what I want as well. Sadly... 2023 doesn't allow me that luxury and i believe that to be an incredible sadness but anyway yes i hope to one day also be free i'll let you know when i'm there what it's like once you escape the matrix and you try and find a way to get your wealth outside of the system then laws don't really apply to you i don't have to be a lawbreaker i don't have to be a, a criminal i'll just go somewhere else so that's that and then also what i was saying earlier about property being a tool to the matrix if you buy a 10 or 20 million dollar property under a government you can't piss that government off you can't disagree with that government you can't if the, if the tax authority of that government says you owe the money you better fucking pay it we're gonna lose a house listen if i'm in england right now i don't own any assets in england right and i pull up in the dbs have you ever seen james bond look for parking that's what i do park up boom get out i don't look for parking they put a ticket on the dbs let's say i decide not to pay that what are they gonna do I don't have any assets in the UK. They're going to make a bunch of letters, send it to a bailiff. Bailiff's going to drive around the UK. I don't even live here. Boom. It's over, right? If I had a 20 million pound house, eventually it's going to go, the, the 60 pound becomes 120, 120 becomes 240. Boom, boom, boom. Gets to the point where they're going to take my 20 million pound house off me. Maybe it takes three years, but they will over a parking ticket. So by buying that property, you're giving the government a way to hurt you. You're giving them a leverage over you. Interesting. Interesting concept there. Okay. Anyway, let's uh, end the video there. Hit the like, hit the sub, hit all for notifications. Buy my books at bit.ly slash Helios Books. Um, again, thank you so much to Curry Kid, the last person to buy my book. Share this video. And of course, go to my Patreon and subscribe patreon.com slash the Helios blog. All right. Take care of yourselves. Thank you so much for listening to the end. I really do appreciate it. And I'll see you guys next time.